If you knew me, you would know that I saved stray puppies with a deadly virus during tuck launch. Hi, I'm Leah Parker Belfer, a T22, and you're listening to If You Knew Me, a grassroots podcast dedicated to celebrating diversity, equity, and inclusion at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. Hi, I'm here today with Elena Nikvashvili, a T22. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Leah, and thank you for pronouncing my last name really well. <laughs> it's almost like we practice. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> um, so I guess my first question would be, where in Hanover were these stray puppies? Yeah, no, it wasn't in Hanover. I was still in the country of Georgia. Um, so, um, I was, I started talk launch from there, um, because I moved from Amsterdam to Georgia to see my family first and then come, come to Hanover. So I was in Georgia and this is a huge issue in Georgia Mm. in general. There's a lot of stray animals, mostly dogs and cats. Um, and yeah, they were, um, I was at my summer house with my parents um, enjoying my time and we saw that some of the um, some of the puppies were not feeling well that were basically living in the forest around our house got it and so is it I feel like in some countries honestly in the U.S. as well it, stray animals you're kind of advised not to to touch them mm-hmm. is that the same in Georgia or um yeah totally <laughs> because a lot of them are not vaccinated right um, when I was growing up I remember I was scared of dogs just because my mom would always tell me that you know just don't go after dogs because they might have rabies or some type of virus so but these puppies we were kind of feeding them okay. whatever leftover food we had um and then when we saw that one of them fell sick I, I guess we just didn't think about the fact that it might have some type of virus Mm. or, you know, could be dangerous. It was more of a, like, we need to save this animal (laughs) mode. Got it. (laughs) And walk me through it. So you, did you, one, how many puppies are we talking? Yeah. So, so this is what happened. It was the day uh, my father picked me up from quarantine and he was like, we need to stop by the vet. And I was like, why? (laughs) Um, And he had this one, one puppy in in the back of the car. Okay. Um, So we took this one um, to the vet and the vet said, you know, the chances that this puppy will survive is like really low because it has, it's called parvovirus. It's a virus that specifically affects animals and it's deadly for the puppies is it caused by like something you eat or um it's transmitted so this virus is crazy right this virus lives everywhere in the environment like okay um for about six months it can like if if a dog dies Mm -hmm. um the the site will be infected with this virus for about six months so Puppies are just, like, running around, maybe, like, also, like, meeting other dogs. Right, especially Um, if they're stray Exactly, and and it doesn't kill the older dogs, so the older dog might be a carrier. Oh, no. um, And then the puppy will get infected and will die in in three days if it's not Right, so the mother could have it. The mother could have had it, and then, then we found out that the mother of this puppy actually lost, every time she gives birth, she loses all of her puppies. Because um, is she living in your backyard or? Um, uh, she doesn't live in the backyard. It's like outside the bounds of okay. of, of our like um, backyard. 
basically. Okay. She lives around, and every summer we we we. <laughs> Have you named her, her yet? Uh, yes, her name is Puska, I think. Okay. <laughs> is it like everyone in town knows her? Yes. Okay. Yeah, everyone in town knows knows this dog and knows that she always loses her puppies oh. every time she gives birth because I think this virus just lives in the environment. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so this first one we brought to the vet and um they were like you know you need to check the other ones because this is a highly uh infectious virus but also the 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 vet was saying there was nothing they could do they did start treating like you have to give iv like fluids um and a lot of like i think five different drugs yeah um and then we came back and we checked the other puppy and it was doing fine, but we still decided to bring the other one um, to the vet as well uh, because she said they would be infected. What are the what are the symptoms? The symptoms are terrible. So the symptoms they start with vomiting, Ugh. and God, <laughs> this sounds so <laughs> terrible. But oh no! Then they have bloody diarrhea. Basically, the dehydration yeah. kills kills the puppy, and they stop eating or drinking yeah so you have to give like glucose and like different stuff via the the iv right yeah um so yeah so we started treating them taking and the thing is like the vet is not nearby because this is a summer house kind of remote place okay so we had to like every day like half an hour go to the vet um do this procedure for an hour yeah and then come back, and, and you know, I was how very... many puppies were you? Two. It started out with two, okay. um, and then other four were with our neighbors. Oh wow! Um, so then we were really hopeful. I was actually sleeping with them like in my room because sure. like I like I would wake up like at night, look at them, like are they doing okay, like yeah. or not? Because I was so afraid they would die. Um, and and yeah and then this was during tuck launch so like from the moment that this would end like i, would, I completely like, forgot tuck launch was right, exactly <laughs> and oh, my mom no. was like oh you know like these puppies will die either way like why are you like why are you like oh man wasting your time just relax and i'm like no i cannot um so one morning i wake up and like i go and look at the puppies and um yeah like I touched one of them and he he was already like cold um and um yeah we we had to yeah I woke up my father at like 7 a.m I was like we we need to like bury this one um and after that I was like I don't think I can like afford that to happen again so like I'm gonna ask really traumatic yeah like I'm gonna ask the vet like is there anything else we can do to help help the one that's you know still Still living living. um and they're like yeah sure they were like you know get some like iv like equipment so that you can administer that yourself at home um and we'll give you like is that allowed i don't know (laughs) i actually do not know so i'm like i I wouldn't even know where to purchase this equipment neither so i was like so what do i do and they, like, they just write something down on a paper just go to the pharmacy they'll explain everything 
I go to the pharmacy. Yeah, I can, see, I can picture it now, you being like, I need an IV. Yeah, and and the pharmacists are like, do you know how to... I was like, no. I was told you would tell me how to do it. They're like, we don't know, sorry. They don't know, oh my gosh. And they're like, actually, like, if there is a bubble when you're administering it, like, oh. it might be, like, it, it might actually kill them. And I was like... Uh- like a bubble in the, the fur? No, no, or? like w- once the fluid is going oh, through the saying. pipe, kind of. So so they, they're they like, yeah, if you like don't do it well, like you might actually kill your puppies. <laughs> I was like, no way. You're like, that is literally what I'm trying to prevent here. Exactly. I'm like, why did I never pick up this skill in yeah. life where I can like minister ivy or why didn't the vet if the vet was comfortable with you doing it why didn't they teach you how to do it maybe i don't know i i think they don't have much time and okay I, I think they're desensitized okay yeah i mean it, to this stuff you probably have to be i mean i feel like yeah vets in addition to treating animals they they frequently put down pets when they exactly. are sick or older yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Um, and then I remember the that night, <laughs> just, like, trying to figure this out. Yeah. So you, um, you did buy all the equipment and you're... We did buy okay. it, yeah. And all the different, like, antibiotics um, that we needed to also, like, push through this, like, liquid to give give, give it to the puppies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was tough because I had no idea how to do it. The instructions were in Russian. Uh, I do know Russian, but like I don't know it as well right. to try. Did you have to, to look up words and things. I, I I asked my mom. She knows it better, and then she was not so helpful. And then I went to my father, and I was like, "Father, you really have to help." <laughs> and it was yeah. I remember like I was so stressed out. Like my father and my little brother were helping me out. Right. I oh, was you like, have to like hold the puppy down. Probably. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. And the puppy is already kind of freaked out, right. not feeling well. Nobody likes um, needles. No. I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it worked. Wow. You know, it worked. Yeah. And um, every other time, like, and we had to do it every day. Basically, every day we had to take them to the vet and then also do it, like, at home. Um, so, what? <laughs> When were you doing tuck launch? Like, whatever other free time. Wow. Well, because there's a time difference, of there course. There is. So, yeah, right. So, in the morning, I would take them to the vet. Then Your come morning. Back. Okay. Yeah. And then tuck launch would start around 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. Okay. Um, and then right after that, I would administer the IV myself. Which, what, time, what time is that? Now? Around, like. 7 p.m. Okay. Something like that. And then, like, got get on a Zoom call to, like, do the, I don't know, the study group stuff. Yeah. <laughs> River of life. River of life and yeah. all that stuff. So. Okay. Um, I think it was also, part of it was also when classes started, right? Because classes started August 24th. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it was yeah. tuck launch plus, like, beginning of classes. So, so how long... 
was this so we were doing this routine for two weeks uh three weeks three weeks wow so so then what happened is that we found out the other puppies that were with our neighbors were also sick so then we one of them died and then we brought the other two so we were now with three puppies right so doing that and we had one iv device it's like for three of them (laughs) Um, oh my gosh yeah but you know (laughs) crazy it was I don't know I don't think like for me it was like I don't think I've ever like cared as much or I know right Mm -hmm. I don't think so and like I don't think I could ever do something like that like I wouldn't I wouldn't even like you know take give an injection to anyone because I'm so like scared that something will go wrong right it is kind of crazy what we do when, you know, like, there's really no other options. Like, it's really scary. I bet you were, you didn't want to hurt the puppy, but it felt like, it felt like you had no other choice but to try. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I imagine, I feel like you might have, like, I would have been shaking and, like, nervous, but I feel like you just, you have to, like, push that aside. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's something, something, yeah, like a different me kind of, like, yeah. came out and you were just, like... I have to do this well, so, right okay. now. <laughs> How are they now? So one of them, Pat, like died oh, at okay. night. Uh, I was there actually when the other one died because I could like hear him suffer. Uh, but two of them survived uh, and they're fine. Like they're grown up. Oh, right. They're uh, grown. So now they're not affected by the... No, no. And then we didn't want to let them go back to the forest because also they're not they don't have enough food, you know, like the chances of you've survival. You've kind of, um, you've, uh, oh, what's the phrase? You haven't broken them, but like, they're like house pets now because you've taken care of them. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And, and we took them to the village where my grandparents live. Um, and our neighbor wanted dogs. Oh, nice. Uh, to protect his like chicken and like <laughs> his like ducks from coyotes. <laughs> So now, like, they're, like... Are they capable of, like... Yeah. Against coyotes? Oh, for sure. Coyote is not that strong. Coyotes are scared of people and dogs in general. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they are. At least the the ones in in Georgia. Georgia. I don't know, like... (laughs) And I'm assuming these dogs were just kind of... Mutts, but did you know know what breed they were, or... No. No idea. No. I I really don't know. (laughs) Even when people, I don't, sometimes I don't know why I ask because I have a very limited knowledge of dog breeds. Same. So, but I'll always ask, I'll be like, what dog breed? And then you'll answer and I won't, I won't know what it is. Let me look it up (laughs) later. I'm always like, cool. It's not one of the five I know, but I'll look it up later. Uh, Well, I mean, so you, you reflect on it and it's still something you can't believe you did, but Mm -hmm. has it like changed your outlook? Do you? That what do you is, think? yeah. That is so. The first thing I thought was that wow, I should have become a doctor, <laughs> or a vet. I, I mean, yeah. or vet, right? So, yeah. like, I really enjoyed it after some caring time. for like yes. medical medicine and caring. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed that, and and seeing that they survived was like really rewarding. And this sounds funny, and I did tell someone during a networking call about this. I don't think they understood, but this is why I decided to go into healthcare. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> so 
I don't know what is the exact connection. Employer. This is the backstory. This is the real story. But yeah, I'm gonna be working for a biotech um, company for this summer. So. Are you and, are you gonna be handling IVs? No, I won't be. But like that's where the thought digital process IVs. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. So it, yeah. it literally has set you like a new passion for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how the world works. Um, yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to share about these puppies, the experience? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, just I just feel bad about the stray animals. Mm. You know, they're really – no one really cares about them in a way, right? I mean, and there is not much like – Uh, funding that goes into like vaccinating them or like giving them shelter and food just like it's sad basically it's extremely sad and hopefully like at some point I will be able to I don't know do something like a GoFundMe or like Mm -hmm. I don't know like some way to actually like help others right because we saved what two but then there are so many others that are dying every year so and it's it is a lot to ask of people so there's got to be more of a systematic exactly process or solution than just families ad hoc taking care of one-off animals yeah 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 um well, thanks for sharing. And um, I did not know about how this led you to biotech. So this is, that's very cool. Um, and I guess to end with a fun question, um, what's the strangest place you've ever been to? Yeah, so um, I guess strangest place and time at the same time. So I went to Baku, Azerbaijan um, with my boyfriend, my sister, and, and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend was saying, oh, like, you know, in Baku, like, in the center, they still, like, slaughter sheep. Like, center uh, of town? Center. Okay. Like, uh, like of the capital city. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> like, in a square. <laughs> like, on the green, basically. Oh, my gosh. But the dark of, of, green of Baku. Equivalent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and we were like, no way. Like, oh, you're so, like, you know, old school stereotypes. And we were walking around and, like, guess what in like five minutes we and like we found ourselves in a square where there was uh sheep slaughtering happening like right there you know in, in front of our eyes is so. it is that is there a reason why it's you know what this is a very interesting perspective yeah in their view you actually uh, respect the animal a lot more by observing their death mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. you value the food that you get out of it right right okay so it's like you take it less for granted or you understand you understand the process process. exactly um instead of while here right in the western world and in many places we're completely detached from that process like what you see is is a piece of meat like in a plot like in plastic plastic in a supermarket so it's it's you know, and it, they think of it as respecting those animals. Mm-hmm. So. so so that that's always what happens. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. It's reserved for slots. Yeah, it, wow. it has a special setup, like, where you can, like, hang the sheep and they like there's water so that you can like clean it up. Look, it's... Wow. it's, it's, it's they it's, have a whole, like, system. It's, exactly. It's how they yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, that is strange if you're not for, if you're not used to seeing that. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us today. Sure. Thank you too, Leah. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of If You Knew Me. I founded the If You Knew Me podcast back in the fall of 2020 to help deepen student connections and foster a culture of belonging here at Tuck. Please check out our other episodes to support and learn more about other Tuckies. Special thanks to my partner, Alex Mitko, for helping with sound production. If you have any questions or feedback on the podcast, or if you want to be featured in a future episode, please contact us at the email address listed in the description.